Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the My Love of Golf podcast. Thank you for tuning in wherever you are around the world. We do appreciate you listening, and we do appreciate you watching on YouTube, and we appreciate anyone that's joined us on the Discord, the growing Discord channel. Uh, that's where you can catch up with Rocket Magic Mike firsthand. You can ask them anything you want. You can chat to them. You can get all the inside information about what happens here and behind the scenes at My Love of Golf over on the Discord channel. It's growing. Jump on board. Right now, we're going to jump on board with the guys that are waiting to come on for this week's episode. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Thanks for joining. Gentlemen, good evening uh, in this cold Melbourne winter's night. Uh, not at the rocket. Uh, how are you, mate? You well? Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a, a clap for rocket, but uh, really, that's what he should. That's what he's waiting for. How are we up there in Brisbane? Yeah, you know, I've just been handed my Evian water. It's, it's apparently I'm a bit of a diva when it comes to my music. So, you know, back in the green room here. With <laughs> did you cop some slack? Did you cop some slack for giving me a hard time for not pressing? Yeah, you know, I'm not talking without the music. No. Oh, good. No, okay. no, a lot of support for me though. Yeah, a lot of support. Yeah, like I'm, I, I might have copped a, a bit of slack. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you forget the rocket's music? Lord, Lord rocket ship. Lord rocket them. Um, rocket with a bullet. Uh, how up there in Brisbane? You good? Yeah, been good. Yeah, uh, but are you, actually, are you good? Like, you know, I can yeah. see, I can see your background. If you tune into the, the the YouTube, you can see Rocket's background. His boy, he's gone. <laughs> No, we'll, 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 we'll talk, talk about, about my boy. We'll okay. talk about my boy later. But it's been a been a good week. We got to sneak in nine holes for the first time for a while. Um, um, up here, we'll call it the uh, the My Love of Golf Queensland office. You know, f- officially opened its doors on on, on, on Sunday. <laughs> no Saturday. Uh, no, it was good. The, the trio are loving. Actually, really loving all their golf stuff. So they get to the point now. They're actually going. Are we going to golf on Sunday? Are we going to golf on Sunday? So you know, we'll call it Rockets Four Ball Operation is uh, is slowly coming along. Um, apart from that, just looking forward to when my boss gets back. Is tired of wearing five hats. Well. Rocket is genuinely growing the game. Uh, you can't question uh, the use of that terminology in this podcast. When Rocket's talking about uh, growing the game with his triplets, there are three of them out there. Are any of the uh, has a, the development um, of of the uh, triplets game? Is, is is someone starting to forge ahead with ability and dragging the other two along? Or is you know are they all sort of still into it, or what's going on? Uh, no, there's no one sort of standout. Um, you know, the one that seems to take it the most serious is probably phoenix so the girl but that's i'm not that's not unexpected uh and then the boys um yeah they're getting there you know the one that would you know elijah who's probably the one that i would say would throw the towel in the fastest he will have his moments but he still sticks around with it and he loves it or he's enjoying it i wouldn't say he loves it yet but he's enjoying it and i think you, you can see the little bug where you know all of a sudden they they crack onto one and you see the look on their face, and it's like that chase, and it's like that little, it's just like that little chipping away, and like they're trying to just get that, that little bug is going to slowly get them, and they'll just keep chasing. And if they just keep chasing it, then you know, 
So oh, I just keep pumping lessons into them. That's all come Fe- down to. Phoenix, Elijah, and Hunter. Hunter. Okay, we'll keep at it, kids. Because do they do they listen to the podcast? Do they now? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mrs. Rocket will put the YouTube YouTube thing up and they giggle at me. <laughs> Sit down and watch your dad. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Eat, eat all your tea as well. Don't come out until you finish watching your dad and your tea's finished. <laughs> yeah. Oh Poor kids. Poor yeah. kids. Um, speaking of dads, I got a dad up there in the Hunter Valley. How are you, mate? I'm thinking of you in a couple of weeks when we're in Scotland. And anyway, um, thanks for your card. Your Bon Voyage card arrived today. Um, still a week and a half to go, but I appreciate it. Um, that's the mention that I am going to Scotland. Still going. Uh, the Golf Digest uh, turned up today. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. Uh, it turned up today. Uh, Magic Mike is a Golf uh, Digest Top 100 panelist. Uh, there it is. There, um, you can see it. It's the, if you're watching on the YouTube, you can see it. that's the 150th Open. Um, have you got yours yet? Excited. Have you got your uh, Golf Digest uh, 150? No, I don't yet. No. Okay. Well, there it is. There, uh, it'll be available in all good uh, magazine stores uh, very soon. Um, got a review of some uh, irons in here and uh, a bit of uh, inside Minji Lee's bag. Uh, some great pictures from. Uh, Actually, talking about the Australian Golf Digest, yes, they they start they're starting to turn up on my doorstep. It's like someone subscribed me, like as a gift or something. <laughs> well, how long ago? It's like started like three months ago, really. And I wasn't. <laughs> I, I just I'm like. <laughs> Does that does that mean you've you've made it on uh, onto a, someone's media free list? I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm serious. I've, I like one turned up, and I'm like, well, that's a bit odd. And then a second one turned up, and then a third one's turned up. Is addressed it, to you? Addressed to Rocket? Is it, like because no one knows you as Rodney Heron. No, I, I, it's just turning up in the mail. Okay. In a, in like a plastic wrap? Yes. Oh wow. Jeez, uh, if you are the Australian Golf Digest, this is, is not a plug. That wasn't a plain plug. I just got my copy. Um, Jeez, myself. I wish Taylor Made would do that with their clubs, <laughs> having turn up in the, uh, my letterbox. Um, Mike Caridi, Ascot Vales. <laughs> don't don't. Do you get your? Do you get one every month, Mike? Yeah, I do. Oh, yep. do. Okay, he's already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, it looks good. Uh, the claret jugs on the front cover. Beautiful. I actually have a stack of them. I actually was going to go to uh, my local. My local golf course here in uh, Essendon, and the boys there have got their own little clubhouse down underneath. And I was actually going to say to him, "You reckon any of you would like these just sitting on the uh, tables there, and everyone can flick through them?" I think they'd probably rather than me chuck them in a recycling bin. They might like that. But uh, you, you might be the most generous golf giving person that I know. Like you, I, I saw you, buddy. Did you send the golf uh, junkies something from Big Dog the other day? I did. I did. I sent the tour junkies boys tour junkies, a sorry. Big Dog, um, the valuables pouch. The valuables pouch, yeah. Uh, how long did it take for uh, Mark to uh, produce that bad boy? Not long. He, he, I um, I sent him an email about it and then I said I sent him the logo and he said, love the logo and he mocked it all up and, yeah, had him turned around pretty quick. He's been flat out though. He's been very much, very, very busy. Um, and then yeah, post it out and then sent it over. Done. What a great story. And now I don't know Mark. I've never met him. I've shared messages with him because I'm currently waiting on after, you know, probably 12 months of deliberation and consternation about getting a head cover or getting several head covers. Um, might be part of the growing, you know, 
And well done, gents. Um, this is not an this is not coordinated, but just pop up. Uh, you've all got your uniforms. I did on. notice that. I've all got the hoodie on. <laughs> everyone, everyone gets a pass mark in this class for uniform wearing tonight. Well done. Um, you know, I just wanted to sample uh, Mark's work, and hopefully, I've he's making one at the moment that I can take to uh, to uh, Scotland. Um, to Mark, if you're sitting there with my uh, head cover on the sewing machine, can you can you get it? You've got a week to go. Um, but yeah, what a great story. You know, like I think Mark was a landscape uh, you know landscape uh, person started this business essentially built built in melbourne and um he seems to be very very busy and uh obviously some great products i've not i've seen them i've obviously you know looked at them and can't wait to get one but uh yeah no, they got the, the yeah they're, they're high quality i mean you look at the places that are picking up using them hmm. does pk use them haven't seen them there no um no, no i have seen no i have seen them i haven't seen uh, you know i haven't seen them uh, a couple of reasons. I'm not there enough, uh, and B because they sell out so quickly because everyone yeah. wants one. Royal Melbourne had them. I saw them at, at Royal Melbourne when we were there a few months ago. There's uh, lots of places use them. Tara Eighty, I think he's done something yeah. for Tara Eighty. Yeah. Cathedral, Cathedral. There you go. Uh, well done, Mark. Um, can you get my head cover so I can put it? Take something fresh to uh, promote my love of golf and, of course, your your beautiful leather head covers. Um, so you've got a week to go, mate. Okay, it's a pretty big week that was in golf and uh, a pretty big couple of weeks coming up in golf. How do we want to start tonight's proceedings? Do we want to talk, you know, who wants to lead off with uh, the run sheet? Mike, you, well, you can lead we, off with the we run can sheet. Start, we'll start with the normal, which is literally what a lot of people want to know about, which is the one and done tips and the and the US no. event, and then we can skip from there. Do we have to talk about the one and no, done no, tips? No, 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 none of us want to talk about the, the one and done. <laughs> We have to. Um, well, the winner, before we talk the tournament, the winner was Xander Shoffle, and we did have three people pick the winner. Uh, one was Ben Flavel, who picked the winner. Level, Mark, F- level Fneb on Instagram. Level but, uh, Fneb. Yep. Uh, the Doctor Marketing, uh, M-Log Marketing picked the winner. Hold on, and there's, hold on, hold on. Hold on. And there's one more person that picked the winner, and... There could be a steward's inquiry. Right. So this person, I thought, I don't know that name. I don't remember seeing that name in the competition. It's Livin, L-I-V-N, My Best Life. They also picked it. <laughs> now, I'm not going to share who it is, but I do know who it is. But they, it's their second account that they've started recently. So they were in the competition already, weren't going too well, thought they'd start a second account with a fresh slate of golfers and see if they could do any better. And I believe their new account is pretty much caught very quickly up to their old account because now they've got a fresh batch of um, with players to choose from. So it'll be interesting to see how that person goes. Um, the leaderboard overall still sitting. Nomadic golfer first, Michael Lloyd. They're very, there's nothing between them. It's $300,000 between them. Uh, three putter or dying third. The doctor is up into fourth. No three putts in fifth. Yes, do- a doctor is in f- fourth. Uh, Rocket. Uh, I, and he, sorry, go on. Is he going? I think he's. Did you say he's going for three in a row this week? No, nah, he did. He did. He got three in a row. Yeah, he's going oh, wow. for three in a row this week. There you go. Uh, I did catch up with Michael Lloyd uh, the other day, and uh, you know, Michael is came to golf later in in his uh, golfing life. Um, uh, plays out of Albert Park. Um, very passionate golfer. Loves his golf gear. Loves his Scotty Camerons, loves his Scotty Cameron head covers bags, uh, loves his LA golf shafts. 
Uh, he's just an, you know one of those guys that is living and breathing the one and done tips, and he's so wrapped that he's up there. But what I gleaned from him, like he's he's studying the form and, and your form, and he's like very much engaged. He's already knows pretty much what's going to happen. You know who he's sort of fine tuning down for the next couple of weeks, the open and that sort of thing. Like yeah, he's invested, and uh, but, and that's and then for next year when this is bigger than Ben Hur, and I said it at the start of this year because I've, I've I've played these for a few years now. That's how you have to do it. You have to sit down at the start of the year and look at the tournaments and say, right, who do I want where? Who will roughly fit? You can always tweak as you go along. But, uh, yeah, it's funny how many people get to about this time and go, oh, i got nobody left for, for the Open Championship. I've got no one left here. So I'll be taking Keegan Bradley. Uh, well, um, well, yeah. I'll- I've I've definitely not got Tommy Fleetwood left uh, for the Open Championship. And no. Thank, thank F for that. No, well, to be fair to you, Ross, uh, Tommy Fleetwood made you $23,678, which is exactly $23,678 more than Rocket and I got <laughs> with Mark Leishman as our selection last week, mm, who yeah. missed the cut by a shot. Ouch. But um, the event, Rocket, tell us about your boy, your, your, your boy who finished clearly fourth, had a chance to win it at one point. Yes, young Michael Torbornes. I can't even. I'm not Thor even going Thor Bjornsson. I've got a question about that, Michael Thor Bjornsson. Mm-hmm. If Thor Bjorn. Yeah. <laughs> if, um, if, he, if that's the Thunder Bear, Thor Bjornsson, is he son, the son of Thunder Bear or something? What is, what is that? I think, no, no relation. Is he, is he the one we called Thunder Cub about six months ago? Probably, I th- I think yeah, Thunder did. Cub because he's okay. Yeah. He's, yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, sorry, I interrupted there. I was, I just, uh, I did see him, his name pop up in the rundown, obviously, and I thought Thor Bjornsson. What does Thor Bjornsson mean? Is it the son of Thunder Bear or something? Uh, no. anyway, okay, sorry, no. I interrupted. There, there must be some Nordic um, heritage in there, but he's born and bred in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, yes, he did. He was two shots off the lead, standing on the twelfth, I think it was. Gone out in 31, five under, birdied the next couple on the front, coming and then went bogey, bogey, and kind of just derailed his charge, but still finished fourth. Like, yeah, amateur. He's an amateur. Finished fourth. It's, I don't know whether it makes it easier for him. Knowing money's not the problem. Nah, it's like still, he, he's yeah. still, it, it, I don't think, it, I don't think it's the money. It's the, he's still trying to win. Hmm. Oh yeah, and definitely. It's, and it's the, just the pressure, right? All of a sudden, you—if you think you're an—if you're an amateur, and a, someone like him, and you're near the top of the leaderboard, guess what the crowds are going to do? They're going to be like, "Oh my god, yeah, look at this!" And so all of a sudden, there's this different energy. So then all of a sudden, the adrenaline's going to be pumping. All these other little things that you're probably not accustomed to when you're playing just normal college events and stuff like that. And how do you manage all of that? And it's not it's not un, unlike it's it's not it's not um, abnormal to see them get to that point and then then you know fall off because like it's it's completely new territory for them. You know that there hasn't been a amateur winner PGA Tour event since Mickelson in '91. There's uh, been plenty that have come close. You know David Duval held the 54 hole lead and out of Three-shot lead with nine holes to play at the old Bell South in 92. Finished like sixth. 
Hellsour Classy. Can can yeah. I can I interject for a second? Just mm-hmm. to add a little bit of um, clarity around why Rocket can speak with such high authority on being an amateur and featuring on a leaderboard. Uh, if you catch caught catch if you caught Rocket's um, Instagram post where he was just trying to pr- get some craze to you know, Australians and Tasmania's great Matty Goggin, um, you would see that Rocket did feature on the Tassie Open leaderboard as an amateur uh, amongst players that went on to play and have successful careers uh, on the PGA Tour. I'm trying to find the one from 1997 because I finished, I think, tied for seventh that year. And if you saw the leaderboard, you would be suitably impressed. (laughs) Well, just reach out to Golf Tassie. They've probably got that there in the annals there somewhere. Um, Actually, it's... It's it's actually been really hard. Like really? the Golf Australia website's rubbish. Oh, now they've merged and it's Australian golf and the PGA. All the all the archives are. Ugh. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, that was good. There was a, there was a few big names uh, up there, like Snake name. Charmers. Yes, you know you got the. the I remember not, I remember that one. The so baby, 90, the 94. Baby fa- the Babyface Assassin was just ahead of you. <laughs> 94, 94, if you if anyone has a look at that, I, I still remember I was 17 and I remember it was at Olveston Golf Club. It's a fantastic place. Uh, Mr. Timmy Wise was actually uh, cruising into Olveston um, uh, this week mm-hmm. uh, doing the rounds down there. And and I'm, I still remember standing on the range and you, I'm just a wee whippet and you see the likes of Brendan Jones, um You've got Greg Chalmers, who'd won the Australian Amateur the year before. No, he won it that year. Uh, I think ninety four. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, you know, Jared Mosley. You know, there was Jamie McCallum. Um, I've already said BJ. Uh, there's there's a raft of other names that I'm just and I'm standing on the range. It was really hard to concentrate because you see some of these um, people hitting golf balls, and you're like. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's quite amazing. Uh, shout out to Jamie McCallum, another fine uh, Scottish-Australian too, by the way. Um, coaches down at Albert Park there and uh, he's, he's been very kind. I don't really know Jamie, but uh, he certainly sent some people um, to me saying if you're going to get fit for some golf clubs, uh, come and see Ross because he seems to know what he's doing. I've had, I've had lessons of Jamie before, mm. a, million, a million years ago. He's a champion. Yeah. So all of us Scottish-Australians are, mate. Um yeah, that was good, Rocket. I liked uh, seeing that. I was I, I looked at it and I thought, Rocket's got to be in here somewhere. When I got down the bottom, there he is. There he is. Beautiful. I, I drew a line under it. Oh, well done. So uh, so you do speak with authority about being an amateur and featuring in a leaderboard in and around uh, PGA Tour stars. Okay, sorry. I, I went off course there, but sort of related. Um, so what else happened? What else happened? What didn't happen? Um, it was a pretty the- boring week. Honestly, like it was a it was a week where the picks went well. So the the, the um the data late came to fruition. The one that was on top they got was was Xander Shoffley at the start of the week, and he won. I think uh, coming into our Monday there Sunday, Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley were pretty much the the two that no one thought anyone could beat. But halfway through the Sunday's final round, as Rocket just said, Michael Thorpe Johnson was right up there. But the other person that was right up there was Sahith Pagala. And he was someone that I think a lot of people were cheering after his uh, Phoenix Open near miss. Uh, he got one up, standing on 18, hit his little drive into the bunker on the left-hand side, right up near the lip. And I think that's probably where 
Uh, he made his, his big mistake, as anyone that watched it knows. He he tried to hit it onto the green. I think he probably only had a what maybe a sand wedge in his hand. He didn't have far to go. Maybe 90, 90 100 yards. Uh, and and I've heard an interview since where he said that no, he, he had enough room to get it up. He just he just didn't hit it very well at all, uh, and left it in the pot. Ended up making double. Was pretty bit unlucky with the pot. It was it was a tricky downhill pot, but yeah, making the double opened the door right up for Xander, who was one shot back at that point. Xander went on to make his birdie on the 18th and win by two. But I think, uh, yeah, I think we tweeted, oh, I tweeted it that, yeah, that, that right there was the point where he needed to make the decision. If there was any chance he was going to leave it in there, you're chipping out. Don't do not do the, uh, if I don't hit this right, it might just trickle out and we'll be okay. That's Give you a chance to make the four and at worst be in a playoff. Exactly. Yeah. I had someone messaging me um, who'd been following the lake and they, um, had some shekels on Xander, and they were like, "Oh, this is nervous." And I said, "No, this is this is not an easy up and down here. If if he doesn't chip out, he, you know, he's he's got to chip out, and he's going to struggle. He's going to battle to make par." Then when he left it in at his toes, and I was like, "Oh, this is not good." Thigala, if you're Thigala, you know, and you get and you don't feature, you know, in the top front page of the leaderboard for any more um, events this year, do you sit back and think, "Not a bad year." Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, he has got a future. There's oh, no doubt about that. Future, he, he, yeah. he, he's an ex- exceptional golfer. Um, I think he'll probably just kick himself because it's it's like when we talk about you know majors, we always say they only give out four a year. They only give out you know as much as we talk about the PGA tools on every week. Um, you have to be playing exceptional golf any given week and ensure that no one else around you is doing exactly the same to pinch one of these wins. Um, and to have yourself in that position takes unbelievable luck and skill and talent and everything else and to be there twice and have a couple of things go the wrong way and cost yourself um he'll be kicking himself mm. absolutely be kicking himself well he you know if i if i was him that's not silly um i think he would be he would reflect back and think that was pretty good pretty good year he probably will feature again and hopefully he does but um it's learning you know he's a, he's young he's early in his career and there's good to make these mistakes while you're in contention and hopefully you can learn and I think we'll see him win something very uh, in the next mm. year or so. They might win this week. Yeah, well. well. That'll be good. Mm. Okay, so Xander. Xander wins. The Lake, yep. the lake wins. It's a win the Lake the- had a good week. Lake is undefeated. <laughs> yeah, Lake had a very good week and the people in the Discord channel are very happy because uh, the tips of well, the, the Lake got posted in there I think it might have been last Monday. So they had a full week to look at it and, um, yeah, they had a good week. And I should say, I did see we had a new review on maybe Apple iTunes. And if someone, if anyone is out there that hasn't done a a review or hasn't done one in a while, go and do another one because it does help to the five stars and the review. But the review was from someone in the States and they said, I can't remember the name, but they said, um, love these guys and, you know, blah, 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 how good we are, which is, you know, not surprising because we're very good. But it was something like, and I and I, I love the data lake, and then they said, I want a Min Woo. In the US. <laughs> <laughs> so some blokes walking around the United States talking about winning Min Woo's. Min Woo's <laughs> from the data lake. I did love that. It's, quite, it's, it's crypto down, Min Woo up. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> uh, so that was good. But anyway, anyone out there, if you haven't done one or you haven't done one in a while, make sure you do. It does help. You know, just a public service announcement on that. You know, that, those sorts of, if you do listen and, you know, you just skip through and you're on Apple iTunes um, and, you, and you watch it there, most of the people listen to podcasts, you know, still 60, 70% of podcast listenership comes through uh, Apple. You know, if you if you get the chance there to just hit that five star and leave a review, we'd really, really appreciate it because A, it lets us know, you know, you like, and even if you don't like it, you know, good or bad, it doesn't have to be five stars. Review however you think. Um, but it, it does it does help and it means, you know, obviously you, you could just tell how um, excited Mike was there to get a little bit of feedback. Everyone likes some feedback, me included, you know, 200 episodes in. Um, so please, that'd be great. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, like. How many? How many of the top fifteen? You know, actually, you know, featured. Oh, good question. Uh, there would have been a few. I know that um, Cantlay and and Cantlay finished up there. I don't think Thigala was up there. Um, One of the dirtbags in the lake. I want to drown him because he cost me a minwoo. Yeah, it's it's funny because the top fifteen is good if you want to look at. It's like sifting for gold. You know, you get the top 15. The top 15 is going to give you a really good shout because that's all based on the data. Mm. But then you've got to overlay yeah. how are they playing and then how are they um, how are they playing at this tournament, especially for this week. You know, John Deere is a tournament where you get a lot of guys that play well there and just play well there forever, with Zach Johnson. Um, so, yeah, it's just overlaying that. But I, I, the, the top five that we post are probably the better better ones. I mean, the top two that we posted, yeah, was Xander and... And can't lay. And I mean, at the end of the day, people will be like, oh, yeah, well, they would have been up towards the favourites. And you know what they were. But yeah. then there's probably eight other players that we could have put there that weren't there. You know, yeah. so we didn't put, you know, a couple of the favourites and bits and pieces, uh, Rory and all these sorts of guys. So it's not like we're just picking the top three or four favourites. It's just sort of trying to, you know, look through the weeds and pick some winners. And we had a good run, but a really good run, which is good. Anything else stick out about that event that you wanted to cover off or talk about, Rocket? Anything? You, know, you said one of the one of the dirtbags in the. Who, yeah. Oh, Davis Riley. Yeah, he he was the last leg of my bloody multi. Where did he finish in the end? He had a poor weekend. He had a poor weekend. He was he was sitting pretty. He was probably my best performed in the first thirty six, mm. and I'm and I'm starting to do, you know, the old nom 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 nom. <laughs> And uh, he uh, blew up and he was killing me. Shot four yeah. over on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. So he's gone 68, 69, 69, 74 to finish even. That's- he just needed to shoot a few under and he finishes in, in the in the top 20. Yeah. And, um, you know, Rocket's farting through silk. <laughs> That's oh, what dear. we all aspire to. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that was, the, that was the PGA Tour. Look, it was... It was a uh, it was an interesting week. I think it was probably one of those ones that, you know, we've had a major not too long ago. We're starting to shift the focus off to to Europe now, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, last well, sp- one in the states. Speaking of Europe, I did do a little bit of night shift work on uh, Saturday uh, night and Sunday night. Um, Sunday night, I caught yeah a good chunk of the last nine holes of the BMW International at uh, Golf Club at München. Aikenried, and uh, we saw he's copped a couple of whacks from this podcast, uh, especially around President's Cup time. Uh, hadn't really featured in anything, had missed 
record amount of cuts. I think maybe ten cuts. You know, like maybe oh, more, more than that. At least, more, yeah. yeah, more than that. Um, how Tong <coughs> How Tong Lee, he 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 played the last two rounds a lot. Like I don't know how Tong Lee. I've never met him. I might have been in his in and around the putting green when he was putting at the Vic Open one year, but um, that's about as close as I got to him. But it seems to be a little bit like his personality, a little bit sort of high and low and up and down and bouncing all around the place. And, and that's how he played the last two rounds. He was he was hot, he was not. You know, he's hitting it in the water, hitting it um, all over the place, but he hung on to, to win. And in unbelievable circumstances in the in a playoff um, against uh, Tommy Peters where he just drained, went draino after sculling a Flanagan-style chip from pretty close to the edge of the, the green, um, thinned it to about 50 feet past and then just binned it. And uh, it would have been one of those situations where Tommy Peters is, is sitting there going, oh, I've got this in the bag and uh, two putts roll, two putts down here and it's mine. And um, How Tong just steps up and goes, bang, it's downtown and... And then proceeded to do an interview where he just let the f bomb go for about five yeah, minutes. I saw straight. that. I saw that. I watched a little bit of the tournament early, um, day one. I think he was eight under day one, and mm. then day two opened up, and I think he birdied the first on day two. And I thought, oh no, he's going to run away here. Um, but he's a funny player. Yeah. He, he's a very. Um, I know Rocket quite rightly, and we've all probably put the boots into him for the way he, he probably disrespected the President's Cup. Is probably the best way to put it. But um, I, I I was really happy to see Ryan Fox up there again. He played really well. Very, very solid golf. I mean, he's had two tournaments this year. He should have won. And this one here, he nearly should have won again. Yeah, um, he, he just had that third round, 71 or whatever it was, where he just I – yep. I think the reports were that he was struggling a little bit from a some sort of illness that had caught up with a couple of his kids and sort of affected him, impacted him for that third round. But um, yeah, had that not happened, he probably would have probably won the thing. But I love Foxy. I just love I love watching him play. I've said it before the last couple of weeks. Um, just love watching Foxy play. I just love the it. way it's a ball. Love it. Love it. Yeah, but Thomas Pete. It's funny because from a from a golf, you know, betting or, or looking trying to pick winners' point of view, How Tong Lee, Thomas Peters, Ryan Fox, Jordan Smith, they're all up there for the weekend. I, I swear, I don't think any of those could close an open door like i wouldn't pick any of them to win a tournament they mm. just are terrible they, if they're going to fall over each other and left right and center um and it's just funny because they've all been up there and, and then how tong's pinched it and like you said i think i can't remember what the number was but he missed a, a truckload of cuts and hadn't done anything for a while but he had shown flashes i reckon that was about a month or two ago he was in the pics yeah. that we i'd posted because he was showing some really really solid form but just not not really delivering on it well, he went full uh, emotional outburst, and, and rightly so, on the um, on the on the eighteenth green there when he won the the, the uh, tournament in the playoff, and yeah. yeah, basically said as as has been reported, um, he was pretty close to giving up the game. So, good but on the, you. Do you know what the best thing about all that is? Sorry, no go. Is he? It shows that he cares. Hmm. Like that's probably the one thing that's been shown over time that you feel like he doesn't care, but he really. That really meant something, and that's great. If that makes a turning corner for him, look out. I mean, he was he was the next big, next big thing. Yeah, like he's playing at St Andrews um, in the uh, that um, the not the, is it Dunhill, the Dunhill, Dunhill Masters, Dunhill, Dunhill, Dunhill yeah. Masters, but the, the pro am. You know, and he's playing with the well, he's obviously his main sponsor, the the owner of WeChat. You know, pretty big, pretty yeah. big figure in China, and and um, I heard. 
Now, whether it's true or not, I don't, I don't know if anyone wants to do any investigation, but you know, because he, he's Chinese, like his prize money or something, it's all controlled and he, like, he gets a wage from the Chinese government or something like that or it was some weird sort of situation related to, you know, the way that China controls their athletes and all that sort of thing. I, it was just passed on to me. I wasn't sure if anyone knows anything more about that. I don't think it's the money. It's more about... Are you respectful to the regime? Right. Okay. Because as soon as you step out of line, you might disappear. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, you yeah, know, there's a fair bit of uh, controversy around that uh, scenario that impacts um, a young Australian lady and uh, her family at the moment. So, okay. Um, let's not talk about that too much because we've probably got a couple of listeners over there. Um, okay. Well, we've got one in Ukraine, so who knows? Yeah, yeah, we did see. I did see the Ukraine stat pop up. It went away and then it came back. So good, keep fighting the fight. Uh, anything else happened in that event other than uh, Foxy continuing to impress? Foxy, Foxy at the Open. No, I think um, maybe for sure. Yeah, be one to have a have a look at for sure. I think um, it was a bit of one of those again. It's one of those things where it's not an off week. You won't say it's an off week's not the way to put it, but. It's a, an okay event in the US. It's an okay event in Europe. This week we've got the Irish Open, so it starts to step up a little bit. Nothing going on in, in the US with the John Deere. Then it goes Scottish, and yeah, that's that's when we're starting to want to uh, really pick up yep. some form. So yeah, it was it was a it was an okay tournament. Wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be sitting up to watch a replay. Uh, I caught a bit of the the men's uh, US uh, seniors open. Um, once again, Podrick. Audrey picks up <laughs> Rocket's falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch, didn't watch it on it. principle, I, like I told you. Yeah, well, we can talk about that, but I, I saw the end of it there um, and saw Padraig. Oh, look, I'm a, I'm a Padraig fan. I've, you know, taken the P15S out of Padraig because of all of his idiosyncrasies, uh, you know, working on me tongue position and all that sort of thing. And But he did sort of fall over, not fall over, he, he was leading, but, you know, he had a few shaky moments and Steve Tr- Stricker in true Steve Stricker form, you know, finished off beautifully. Uh, but anyway, Padre hung so, on to so, win. So would you call Liv like Champions Tour Junior or something? Because it's 54-hole event, basically Europe, giving European money away. Champions Tour. <laughs> well. <laughs> what do you call it, Junior? Junior's champions. Yeah, yeah, champions tour junior. Because mm. well, it's just old people, and they're given it's fifty-four whole events, and they're giving money away. That's it. No cut. Turn up. Here's the money. And who cares about what they do? I said. I said the other week. Uh, has the bu- did you guys notice the Bubba Bowie come back? Well, I, I rewatched some of the um, U.S. Open, and the Bubba Bowie and the mashed potato was definitely there, and it peed me off. Uh, there was some. Some bloke following uh, Steve Stricker, and he was full mashed potato, full Bubba Bowie. And it was awful, and because there's not many people there, this this oh, no, it was awful. Yeah. Anyway, um, shout out to all our friends in the US. Uh, <laughs> no, it won't be. Uh, it won't be on my replay list either. That one. Oh, I, I said to you boys before we started recording, I was a bit disappointed that the the uh, women's PGA wasn't on live uh, here in Australia. Instead, they were showing that the the senior Open. Well, it's ab- absolutely solid shout uh, because what a great event, what a great golf course, and I'd rather I'd rather watch that. <laughs> I'd rather watch that yeah. than any of well, any of what we've just talked about. 
Yeah, well, I've had, like, I love Paul Ray Harrington, but I've watched him play golf for 30 years. <laughs> I don't need to see him play this. Where I've got Min Ji Lee, probably close to becoming one of Australia's best golfers. Yeah, I yeah. I, I never watched. I've I haven't even watched a Champions Tour event when Phil Mickelson played in a couple. Yeah, that's how excited I'm about it. Yeah. No, the the only good thing happening on Seniors Tour is Stephen Elka. Stephen Elka's braining him. <laughs> he's honestly he's he's unbelievable what he's playing, how the golf he's playing. But anyway, do you did, think the, uh, do you think the Champions Tour uh, player might defect down to live? Do you think any one of them been knocked? You know, there's been a knock on. Yeah, the they've already fell. They've oh, already got. Yeah, okay, there we go. Enough. Done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see some sort of event where they try and tie men, women, seniors together and do something a bit different. But no, I got. I can't think of anyone else that would that that would be worth their time bringing over mm. okay yeah no, fair enough there's no no excitement machines out there uh well even not even excitement like like someone like a um phil's perfect because he's outside of being phil he's obviously had an unbelievable standing in the game but he's also loved by the people i'm just trying to think of someone maybe like fred couples fred couples might be someone like he, he he's someone that is loved by the people and they, that wouldn't shock me if someone. I'd be shocked if you went, but someone like that that's got a bit of personality. They're not going to be going and hitting up Earnhardt Langer. Here you no go, Miguel, Miguel, Miguel Angel Jimenez. Yeah, someone like that. That's it. The mechanic. Mm. Get him on board. Mm. That hit that. that uh, yeah, that's uh, there, there. You go, Greg. Go and get Miguel Angel. Uh, women's PGA. What an event. Mm. Did you watch a rocket? Did no. you get to see any? No. It's not enough live. No, it and, wasn't enough and the, live. And the weekend was again was probably consumed with um more more time with golf and the trio. Yep. No, it was one of those ones that I was interested in seeing. Um, and Inji Chun just got out to an absolute blazing start. I think it was six or eight under day one, and she was so far ahead of everybody else. Um, I was a bit concerned. One because I didn't know her well enough to say is she good enough to just in this field by 10 shots or is she going to come back to the pack and capitulate? Because I, I, I liked um, Lydia Ko this week and I didn't mind the Aussies going going well again this week. So I was really interested to see what happened. So I sort of got bits and pieces on the replay, but not a lot. But she did eventually come back. But I think that the biggest things that came out of the storyline outside of her winning was obviously Minji Lee um, having an exceptional final round to, to come out and finish tied second. So I do believe, I could be wrong, but I think she's pretty close to nearly getting to the number one position on the women's. Not far off. Yeah, so um, that would be amazing to see, and it's great to see her performing. Could you imagine? She's one shot out of going back-to-back in majors. It was a, that first the first 36 holes is where, where she – that's where she put herself in a position to just not be where she needed to be. Well, she was nine. She was nine behind in G-Chan after round one. And she's finished one shot back. So, yeah. that, that uh, And actually, if I think from memory, I think I said that this was another perfect course for her. Yep. 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 And Hannah Green had a really good week as well, which was good. Um, but probably the big story that came out of it, and I don't know all of it outside of the fact that she was put on the clock. Lexi. Lexi. Lexi, uh, she very much is the darling of the of the US media. And I know the No Lang Up boys love talking about her, but 
Yeah, I think it was only the last major that we were talking about her because of me just feeling like she's been on tour for 10,000 years. Yep. Yeah. But uh, she finished T2 as well. So she had a one over and, and I believe that every report that I've seen. She had a three-shot lead. Yeah. It's funny because they all talk about her as the one who, oh, she gave it away. It's like, well, the other the girl who won was eight under after round one and she didn't exactly, you know. Minji Lee was also there one back, so. Anyone yeah, could but the thing is, though, when you, I think she had a two-shot lead with three to play. So when when did she cop the? Did she cop a penalty? Yeah, uh, got, yeah, a fine the after a the fine, round. A fine after the round, right? Okay. Yeah. So she hit the lead. I think it was like the tenth or the eleventh hole. She went to the back nine, like with a lead or tied for the lead. Eleventh hole, she made birdie. So that be round then, I'm guessing. Yeah, and. And then it just been a bit of a back and forth, back and forth. She birdied the 15th, one of the holes where no one has been, everyone's making bogey or something like that. So they're thinking, and at that point, she's got a two-shot lead with three to play. And that's when they put her on the clock. Mm. They put that group on the clock. Like, yep. I understand she flirts she's the patrick reed of of rules when it comes to the lpg and she's she's had indiscretions mm. and stuff like that however there's a time and a place like i'm a stickler i'm a stickler for slow play and i hate it and all that sort of stuff but you can't you can't ignore it for so long and then decide to do that when you you've got three holes to play in a major like I've seen plenty of majors before when men have been an, a, a hole or two plus behind yeah. other players, tour events and stuff. It gets ignored all the time and then they pull that one. And, you know, Lexi is not – I'm no fan, but doing that, that has to have rattled her. Um, and I think it's – I think it's BS – do, do you know like, they had an, a um a warning before that? Surely they got a warning. I don't know. No, they got put on the clock on the spot. 16. That was it. Yeah. So walk off fifteen, stand on sixteen t. You're on the clock. Yeah, that's. It, it it's disappointing because it effectively impacts the tournament. Like mm-hmm. it's not I'm not saying that and Blakey's probably gonna if we had a if we had a line that someone could phone in and yell at us, Blakey'd be doing that right now. Um, but but th- sorry to interrupt. But the thing is though. It's okay for him to let's say if he's got a line and he's probably yelling into he's like ah he's listening to this podcast <laughs> ah but the thing is though if you're going to do it for one do it for all yeah 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 right you can't be inconsistent with this rubbish no like you can't do something like that in a major championship with three holes to play and you ignore it for all the other tournaments that I goes think- for every tour if you're going to do it do it for all. No, I agree. And I, I think that it, if they weren't given a warning earlier, like say on 11 or 12, if that's when they first noticed it, you can't go and give them an outright, you're on the clock now, um, that's it. It's like, no, give them a warning early and then say, if you don't pick it up, you're going to be on the clock. But to go with it's a couple a major. of holes left, it's a bit disappointing. It's a major. Because effectively you are that playing for sheep stations. Yeah. There's no way the rule should be impacting a result. And effectively, it, it, it does Rightly or wrongly, whether she dealt dealt with it or didn't deal with it or however you want to look at it, it does impact the result. I wonder, yeah, this is going to sound a bit silly, but yeah, at a soccer tournament, you know, the referees, what do they do before everyone plays? Yeah, you know, they check the 
they, they check the studs, you know, like studs they, 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 they do, they do, they, they check all, you know, take your rings off, you know, no fingernails, no chains, no studs, all that sort of thing. And no acting, blah, 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 blah. You know, and they have, they have the, the chat, uh, the rules officials, you know, every day at a tournament giving the same chat to everyone. Hey guys, you know, today on, you know, if you're slow, you'll be on the clock and we'll, we don't care if it's the 18th hole or the first hole, or the third hole, we will tell you, but this is how it's going to happen. So, so keep up. But they wouldn't do it everywhere. I mean, they, they would. They would. I mean, they would expect that they would know the rules, and that's the way it works. They would have to have something posted somewhere at the beginning of a tournament if there's something that you would think. I mean, like you would obviously all this stuff inside out. But so, as an example, where was it where DJ got pinged for the bunker that was he thought was waste area? 2010, 2010 Whistling Straits, Whistling Straits, seventy two, seventy six. So they had a note posted knowing this could be a problem, and he just didn't pay attention to it. So stuff like that that's out of the ordinary that they know might catch people, they would post. But if it's just a general golf, they should know. They should know. They know. Just, just have a referee at the, at the between the first tee and wherever they go. Okay, guys, you know, today we're going to keep, you know, every day. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. They, they don't do it. They don't do it, Ross. You know, watch, watch Xander play. Xander and Patrick Cantlay. Oh, my God. Well, Cantlay was looking for his golf ball all day, to be fair. So oh, my was, God. It was putrid. Those two are some of the. They are so slow. They are so slow. Yeah. They they almost make Bryson look like a speed golfer. Hmm. Uh, congressional. From what I, the little that I saw of the uh, ladies' PGA, uh, the women's PGA. Sorry. Um. It looked magnificent. Hmm. Good redesign. They've unfazioed it. Um, is there a Fazio course that you like? Rocket? No, it's not a Fazio course. Oh, never. Fazio effed it. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was, got, it was, un, it was unFazio. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, is there anything that Fazio has ever done that you that you you are a fan of? Because he, I think, if I remember, uh, there's there's one there's one up in Arizona. It's in the top hundred in the US. It's not bad. Okay. We'll leave it at that. All right. <laughs> um. All right. What's next? So we, this week, this week, this week, big well, tournaments everywhere. Well, let's just Oof. let's just get the big stuff out of the strap in, people. Let's, let's strap the, in. Let's get the exciting stuff, the stuff that everyone's waiting for, the stuff that Rocket's um, backgrounds alluding to. We're leading. In. Oh, I thought we were going to say John Deere. Then everyone's waiting for the John Deere cluster. <laughs> oh, let's do let's do the John Deere, and we'll rant about the other stuff later. Let's swim through All the right. data lake. All right. Well, oh, we, talk, yeah. we talked about Mark Hensby, uh, sorry, the US um, Seniors Open. Uh, did call time on his P, um, his professional golf career at the end of the year. We've spoken about Mark Hensby on the podcast. I've interviewed him at the uh, Mental Mastery Golf Podcast before. Played junior golf in and around with Mark Hensby. Um, two-time winner on the PGA Tour. He was a former winner of the John Deere uh, Classic uh, many years ago. So it's probably an event that's always going to be special to him. And he's in the field. Is, is that right, Mike? He is in the field. Oh, that's the signed flag I've got somewhere from Mark Hensby. And he's carrying form. Um, he's carrying form, finishing the outright third at the uh, US Senior Open. I'm sure he's in the field because when I was looking through, I my head nearly fell off because I thought, I'm sure he retired this week. <laughs> but he's finishing out the season. But he is definitely playing. I just can't find him on the list. Mark, um, Mark Hensby at that tournament. So there was a group, there was a group of uh, – John, do you have a – uh, like Mercedes-Benz and Audi and all of those guys, they have a, a tournament with all of their dealers and um, if you win the tournament nationally, you go to the final. Well, a group of Australians uh, won 
and they're from up in the Hunter Valley. Uh, and one of them was uh, Mark Hale, who I also played a lot of junior golf with, who also played a lot of junior golf with in around Mark Hensby. And they won the year they got to go to that tournament. And um, I think around the same time, Jeff Ogilvie was going uh, and getting married. For, and um, they crashed uh, Jeff Ogilvie's wedding. There you go. Why not? Small trivia. I don't know where that came from. Uh, anyway, um, sorry. Mike. It is a tournament where people uh, have a history of playing well. So like I was saying before about Zach Johnson, his run from about 10 years ago, his finishes in order were second, third, first, second, second, third. <laughs> That's pretty pretty reasonable golf at this tournament. Um, the people that I like. Now, everyone, oh, there's a... There's a, there's a there's a, there's a caveat and a warning for the John Deere Classic. This field is nothing short of slightly, probably about, I'll say a shot and a half average scoring better than your local B-grade <laughs> tournament. Um, this is a really, really ordinary field, I think. When they first put a market up, uh, Daniel Berger was about $8, which tells you how well this tournament's going, and then he went and withdrew. So... It's it's not very good. Webb Simpson, who hasn't even been playing very good golf for a year and a half, is the favourite at thirteen dollars. So that sums it up. So the top fifteen, which I think people want to know now, someone did reach out and say that they can't wait to hear who's in fifteenth, and it has changed because two players did drop out. So the fifteen are here: Tyler Duncan, Ryan Armour, John Ha, Lucas Glover, Webb Simpson, Austin Smotherman. <laughs> Adam Hadwin. No, sorry. Motherman. <laughs> Adam Hadwin, Nate Lashley, Adam Spenson, Emmanuel Grillo, uh, Chad Ramey, Chucky Triple Sticks, a.k.a. Charles Howell 3, Hayden Buckley, Chase Seifert, and Lanto Griffin. Now, taking all that into account, who have I got? Now, I've highlighted about eight people, and two of them I probably will want, at least one of them, Webb Simpson, I won't be betting because he's $13. So Tyler Duncan, Adam Hadwin, Adam Svensson, uh, of the top 15 of the, of the guys that I like outside of web. And then the ones that are a little bit further down that I don't mind that I'm going to have a look at. One, Sahith Begala, he's up uh, this week. So he, he wouldn't, after we just talked about him playing such good golf, he's not the worst pick. Scott Musselman Stallings, Brendan Todd, who could literally barely hit the ball out of his shadow for driving distance. And Nick Hardy. Nick Hardy, I don't mind. Nick Hardy's someone who's um, showing good, good form the last two weeks. He's eighth and 14th, his last two starts. He's only played here twice, hasn't done too well, but he's showing form and his putter's coming good. And I want to right at the US Open. Good. Yep, 14th at the US Open and eighth at Travelers. So they're the guys. There's no final answer yet on who I'm going to pick is the honest answer, not because I'm trying to cheat anyone out of a pick, but I'd say that if I was going to have a, a shekel right now in anyone, it would probably be... Hart, if I, I'll normally narrow it down to five. The five would end up being Hadwin, Svensson, Todd, Hardy, Duncan. They'd be my five if I was going to pick them right now. But I'll narrow them down and post them. And I'll definitely be posting them in Discord. So anyone who's signed up to Discord, withdrawals free. They get free access and they can see the. I'll post the whole data lake in there and they can flick through and have a look at tournament history. Just, and a, the just a public up. data lake. Everyone That's can it. swim in. Swim. Bring a floaty, bring a lilo. We'll mm-hmm. put in, we're putting in a slip and dip. Everyone will be happy. Yep. We've got the purple dye in there, so just make sure. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> I'm just sorry. On, uh, this is more uh, housekeeping, uh, internal housekeeping, but it will become public. Um, 
can we put a uh, like a, a, a an agronomy uh, yeah channel in there for um big Stevie big Stevie the golfing greenkeeper to um be able to chime into of course uh, the golfing greenkeeper I've got, I've got questions I've got questions for I've got questions, so many questions about agronomy and I've got questions about professional golfers and how they actually I'll ask you two you when you watch a golf tournament do you ever sit there and wonder why golf professionals when they fix a divot don't fix it correctly they never do they literally put their their pitch repair in and just push the grass straight up to make a bubble underneath rather than pulling the edges in is it do you think they do that because they're lazy or that gives them a better even no you're both looking at me like you don't know what i'm talking about no i know i know what you're talking about i know what you're talking about i fixed about 87 yeah but there's a way to fix it and then there's the way that well, I watch a lot of pro- – so anyone who's watching this weekend, keep an eye out. If you see someone do it, my bet is they do it the wrong way. Well, Big Steve uh, from the Golfing Greenkeeper is going to join us in the Discord. Um, I populated the model of Golf website uh, with um, his uh, podcast player. So if you want to listen to Australia's greatest um, greenkeeping uh, and most passionate green keeping superintendent, interviewing passionate greenkeepers, superintendents and industry people, uh, listen to Golfing Greenkeeper and you can get that on the player on um, my Love Golf website. So Stevie sort of joined the team by me putting his player on there, but he's going to, if you can make, make a channel in the Discord for greenkeeping stuff and if you've got a question um, about divots and pitch marks and grass and what to plant and what not to plant and where to plant it and all that sort of thing, Stevie's going to chime in. Um, cool. Okay, sorry, I distracted the uh, flow of the conversation successfully again. Sorry, that's that's when, no. you, that's when you guys pick it up and. Keep oh yeah, it yeah, up. yeah. No, no, no. That that was fine. That was good. I can do that. So, um, so that's it. That's the John Deere. We're not going to tell you about the course. I'm not going to tell you anything. You can all keep an eye out for the little tractors they have as tee box markers. That, mm. That's not going to be a great tournament. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's the last spot into the open though. Correct. Is that not still yep. the case? Yeah. Yep. When it Top gets three. The top three, is it? Mm. Oh, no wonder there's people turning up. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, the other tournament we should probably talk about before we start talking about money bags is <laughs> Irish Open. Mm. Herbie, defending. Defending. Is, how, does he, how does he stack up in – is there a lake for uh, Irish Open or – There's there's a, a – uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't run a lake for it. Mm. Not for Europe, GDPR um, – um, privacy principles do not allow us to run a data lake there. So <laughs> they, the, uh, the requirements were too high. If, if anyone does want to look at a, a basic data lake, um, my advice would be to look up a gentleman called Smart Golf Bets on Twitter, Mike. Mike is a is a legend. He's a New Zealander who, by way of the Europe, and I think he used to live somewhere in Africa, and now he's back home in NZ. Uh, he has bet on golf for an extremely long time and he always puts up his own data lake every week, free access, and it shows every player in the in the tournament how they've played at this course and how they've played coming in. So, yeah, it's good. Can, good you, get, can you get him on the podcast purely if for no other reason than I can do this? Mike, Mike, Mike. So, he's, 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 he'll from, be like, what's going on here? Probably a guarantee um, to get him on after that. <laughs> no, he's, uh, yeah, smart golf bets. He's your man. Very, very, very knowledgeable gentleman. Um, yeah, but no, uh, the basic data like that he puts up, I've got that open to have a look at just for the tournament. 
Um, where does Herbie rank on his data lake? He ranks him tenth. Uh, there you go. So he's uh, he's a very very uh, knowledgeable man. He's got him sitting there. He's on the uh, course. I think this must be the second time they played here. Is that right? Yeah, Matt Juliet. So uh, previous couple of years before that, I don't know in order. There was um, Lahinch, maybe Bally Liffin for a couple of years in a row uh, before that. So yeah, no, Matt Juliet's a sort of inland parkland type course. It presents really nicely. Um, it's got a couple of little challenges there. I remember, you know, Herbie uh, last year, that shot probably one of the greatest bunker shots, long mm-hmm. bunker shots to a elevated back um, tier on a green to stick it to about a foot and uh, really sort of drive the nail into uh, Johannes Veerman, who was challenging him at the time. But um, uh, it was a great win for Herbie. It was probably catapulted his... Um, success factor uh last year and um you know got him to where help get him to where he is remember we jamie and i interviewed him the night after uh he'd already flown into edinburgh uh was in an airbnb at edinburgh and uh they were fairly lubricated it was a it was a good uh a good chat after you know someone's won on the european tour yeah, yeah. so well, he, what happened to, before i forget Johannes Fearman. haven't seen him have we He's been there, his, yeah. No, he hasn't. I haven't seen his of, name up in a while. He sort of was really flashing some form there for a while. He won sort of end of last year, sort of September-ish last year, and sort of he's been there or thereabouts. But no, his name hasn't been sort of to the heights of maybe where you would have expected given the quality of golfer that he is and the, you know, the quality hmm. of ball striking and golf swing. Uh, so, yeah, uh, while we're talking about uh, the DP, um, our DP World Tour and the Irish Open, uh, the G4D tour which is run in conjunction with um the dp world tour and there's a selected amount of events uh, the irish opens one of them i think the scottish open may or may not be one next week i'm not sure but that's the all abilities uh tour our friend of the podcast uh, my very good personal friend mike brown is playing in that and currently leading uh, they have played a two-day event tomorrow's the last day um, he's currently leading and he's got a couple in front. So fingers crossed for Mike Brown, one of the nicest fellows I've ever met, uh, one of these most spectacular golfers I've ever played with, played a couple of rounds with Mike and uh, he has a short, sublime short game. He's a legitimate player. And uh, so good luck, Mike. Um, but anyway, back to the Irish Open. Who? who Irish Open. Who's going to um, win? Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Great question. If I knew that, have you got I'd the be a happy man. Have you got the full field there? I do, I do. I, I, I've, I've got all the important things just for you. I've got top Scott, top Aussie, and uh, all the field. So I'll, I won't run through all of the uh, all of the players, but the from the top ones that people are going to want to know about: Shane Lowry, who called this the fifth major today; uh, Seamus Power, Thomas Peters, Tyrrell Hatton, Ryan Fox, Aaron Rye, Jordan Smith, Adri Arno, Adrian Moronk, Lucas Herbert. Uh, Rasmus Hogard, Min Wu Lee, Romain Langask, um, Pablo Lazabal, Thomas Detry, Robbie, oh, Bobby Mack, Johannes Veerman, Eduardo Molinari, Kurt Kitayama, Richie Ramsey, Troy Merritt, Antoine Rosner. Starting to really scrape the barrel. Do you know who I think might go okay this week? Who? Jason Scrivener. Write it down. Oh, the Pirate. That's that. There you go. That's my pick. If we had a one and done, I'd, I'd be. I'd have a, a dollar each way on Jason Scribner. It'd be massive odds. It's not a bad field. Like it's a great field for a tournament where you have to think that anyone's over there wants to play the Scottish and then the the Open Championship. So to be turning up three weeks before and 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 seeing this is great. I know the the PGA Tour tips the money in. 
um, and they'll be tipping even more in next year to the Irish Open. So, uh, yeah, that's good. It's good to see people turning up. So is there, when you say PGA Tour tips some money in it, there's no shared status or anything on this? That's a, that, not, that, not not this not, year not, not officially, yet. but yep. they've put money into the Irish Open, I believe, this year. But from all, from what I think the understanding was, and this is way before Liv came on board, was that um, in the next season, the Irish Open, I believe, will, will become a shared event uh, and with a fair bit of money behind it. That was, the, that was the plan when they announced the joint partnership COVID times. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ha- do you know um have they announced do they know, do you know who where it will be next year, the Irish Open? Is don't know. Don't know? No. Jeez, I'd love to see it go back to one of those gnarly links courses. I think uh I think that'd be awesome. Anyway. Uh how many Irish players are in what what's the Irish flag contingent Ooh. look like in the rundown that you're looking at? Uh I don't know that, but I can probably tell you. I can find the top. Oh no, I won't know because it'll. It, they don't do a top Irish player. They do a top GB and IR. So that that'll be the closest I can get for you. And if I try and guess who's from Ireland and who's not, someone's gonna someone's gonna pen me a letter. No, give it, give, and, it, and, give, it, give it, and, it a crack. Give it come and, on. And, and, and shockingly, there's about five hundred people from GB and I. So I'm not gonna even bother. Um, Lowry and Power are the top two. So they're obviously there. Uh, the next one, Paddy Harrington, Matthew Jordan. Would he be Irish? Don't know. Nah. After that, I'll be guessing. There's a lot of people there because you, you got to remember GB and I over there is a long, is a long, 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 long list. Uh, well, good on uh, Seamus Power and Shane Lowry for turning up to their home open. Um, it's great support. You know, that's the sort of support that uh, Aussie golf needs to have when big tournament golf returns to us. I figured out how to do it. There you go. I now got the list. Shane Lowry, Seamus Power, Paul Ray Carrington, Niall Kearney, mm-hmm. John Murphy, that's shock horror, John Murphy's from Ireland, Mark Power, Paul Dunn, David Higgins. That's it. Okay. Paul Dunn, he's a good little golfer. Um, yeah, good on you, Shane Lowry, for, uh, for turning up. Seamus Power, uh, legitimate star on the PGA. Yeah, talked about him a long time ago, but uh, he's doing really well on the PGA Tour as well. Yeah. The Aussies are Herbie, Minwoo, Scriv, Maverick Ancliffe, Scotty Hand, and Zach Murray. All playing there oh, for you, Ross. Zach, Zach Muzz. He kicked my ass in pennant about five years ago. <laughs> now, importantly, Ross. Yes. What the people want to know: Who's going to be top Scott? Bobby Mack, Richie Ramsey, Ewan Ferguson, Scott Jamison, Connor Syme, David Law, Grant Forrest, Craig Howie, Mark Warren, David Drysdale, Stephen Gallagher, and Greg Hutchin. Hutchin. Hmm. Bobby Mack. I'm going to back Bobby Mack into some form leading into the Scottish Open. You're on the train as well? No. No? No. <laughs> no. I'm but going to he, take... But he's been straight. He has, hasn't been playing great. Like, he hasn't been I'm going to take Ewan Ferguson. Okay. Based on? No. No, no idea at all. Absolutely. <laughs> Just because I didn't want to pick Robert McIntyre or Richie Ramsey. Because so he was next up. Brian Ferguson coaches at Albert Park. There you Mr. go. Jamie That's McCallum. it. Exactly. Yeah, Ferguson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got a question. Uh, I've put together. I've got this little five-day window um, in Scotland when Mrs. My Love of Golf goes down south to visit her sister, and she's leaving me alone. And I've put together a night. It um, 
accommodation in Dundonald. I haven't booked the golf part of it yet, but I'm just waiting on that. So Dundonald links, I've got some new um, accommodation and a new clubhouse, which none of that was there last time I was there. There was no clubhouse. It was a golf, new golf course and that was it. So I'm staying there, getting on the ferry at Ardrossan, going across to Arran to have a round uh, and I'm meeting up with Lynx Robbie at uh, Shiskin Golf and Tennis Club on the Isle of Arran and then getting the ferry on the other side of the Isle of Arran and going across to Kintyre where Robbie is going to take me and show me Dunavity, Mac Rahanish. Uh, I might try and fit in Mac Dunes. But the question is, this goes back to Bobby McIntyre, if you go about an hour and a bit north of where I'll be in Kintyre, so Kintyre is that leg of Scotland out there in the west that's only 12 miles away from Northern Ireland, if you go about two hours north, um, drive up there, you get to Oban, the town of Oban, beautiful seaside ferry town, fishing town. You can get the ferry out to Jura and South Uist where um, Ashkenis is and all that sort of thing. Someone suggested I should go and play Bobby Mack's home course as a bit of a, you know, not a tip of the tip of the PK cap to uh, the big the big Bobby Mack. Should I do that? Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't you? And they also said, and there's good fish and chips. So, no um, tick tick. <laughs> okay. And uh, before I forget, yeah, I just looked it up for you. Next year's Irish Open is at the K Club. Hmm. Yeah, I'm with Rocket on that. Everyone's a bit excited by that. By the sounds of yeah. it. So many good golf courses in Ireland. Yeah, the key club. <laughs> now, Woo! Rocket, now this is where we all put ourselves on mute and you can give us the rundown on this week's main event in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how Rocket gets left with the live rundown. <laughs> Tell us what you know about wherever they're playing. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. Uh, it's Pumpkin Ridge, uh, which oh, one is it? Pumpkin Ridge, which which hollow course? I think they might be playing a bit of a comp- composite with the ghost as well. I'm not 100 percent sure because they've got the private and the public. Which hollow is the private? Ghost is the public, and that's the uh, site of the uh, 1996 Tiger Woods US uh, Amateur, where he played Steve Smith in the final, and they went to uh, playoff. That's that's also the one that um, Steve Smith said to Tiger to move his ball back when he nearly marked it in the wrong spot. I was thinking of that when I was playing golf on Saturday afternoon with my My Love of Golf um, marker because on one side it says Magic Mike and the other side it says My Love of Golf. And that was the day when Tiger from thenceforth, uh, whenever he had to move his ball out of someone's line, he turns his coin upside down. So that oh. way he reminds him when he goes back, oh, the coin's upside down, i got got to move my ball back into because I had to move out of somebody's line. So I was trying to remember to do that. I didn't have to move a ball at any point, but I just thought of that when I was looking at both sides of the coin. Which side would I mark it with? Magic Mike? Would I make more parts if it said Magic Mike or with My Love of Golf? Yeah, there's some good videos on YouTube covering the 96 US Amateur. Um, And again, another one of those ones where he's like, I think it was like five down after 18, blah, 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 yeah. Everyone knows the story. Was that the one where he's wearing the like the straw cap and the white? No, that was ninety four. That the one before. Yeah, that was that was ninety four. That was it. Yeah, so that was um, TPC Sawgrass where he played Trapini in the final. That's right. Yeah, yep, that's the one he hold on seventeen. I think he was using ping wedges back then. And then ninety five was the that was the first time he's wearing the red shirt in the in the final. Yeah. Um. That was so you know he's copying Curtis Strange. Um, and so that was against Buddy Marucci 
in the final. And that was at Newport Country Club, which is one of the um, five founding clubs of the USGA. Okay. Who's going to win? So, you know, before we go to who's win, there's been a bit happened in the last couple of weeks, this last week or so, Jeepers Weepers. So Rocker's background, if you're watching the YouTube, you know, he's superimposed. Great job on the graphics. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> he superimposed Brooks's uh, head onto the Phil picture of grabbing the whole basket of cash from the game or the match or whatever they called it. Um, so Brooks gone. Uh, who else is now gone? A, Matty Wolf. Matty Wolf. Matty Wolf. You know, last twenty four hours confirmed. Uh, Aussie Abe in the last forty eight hours confirmed. Uh, who else? There was one other, the the, uh, is the, it the amateur film? World, yeah, the young amateur, the world yeah, number no. two dude. Well, the, the number one. Was it number one, Am? No, no, I think he's ranked number two. What's yeah, who, but who was the guy who won the the turn pro? The, oh, the, James Pino. James no, Pino. James the, guy who won the, the guy who won the um, Corn Ferry this week. Oh, Pierce Cootie. Pierce Cootie. They threw a truckload of money at him and he's like, why would no. I go and do that? I'd be sitting at home watching my mates play on the PGA Tour and I'd be sitting there with his money and I got no interest in it. And then he went out yeah, the next the, week the, and the, won the Ferry. Yeah, we'll call it the there's – a, there's, too, there's too much of a – we'll call it the big family tie in history with um with the Cootie family. Obviously, his father, uh, former master winner, mm-hmm. master's – oh, grandfather, the sorry. Charles? Charles, Charles Cootie, that's yeah. it. It was 1968, I think. No, no idea. <laughs> I'll take. I one hundred percent will take your take your yeah, best guess. Masters, yeah. right? So where where do you want me to talk about my mate? Um, well, which one? You, you're you're a fan of Matthew Wolf as well, and you're a fan of Phil. I, I honestly, if there's one of the three of us that defects, it's going to be you, Rocket. All I'm, your boys I'm, are already. I'm there, having dude. my boys are leaving. <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> leaving in droves. Cole, Cole will be next. <laughs> Jesus. The, well, let's go through the so. Oh, Charles Cootie was seventy-one, so I was wrong. Charles Cootie seventy-one, with Masters winner. Still closer than my guess. Um, so so the, there's been a few subbed in and subbed out. I still had, do we know how they sub people in and sub out? No, I don't know. No, they, I don't know. It, it'll come down to chop them up or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> chop them out. Um, no, they they effectively the guys that are always going to be on the outer will be the ones that are making up numbers. I don't know whether. Um, uh, yeah. That might be that, that there'll be a bit of subjective world ranking, and plus, you know, who, who do we want the field? Like, yeah, is Andy, Andy Ogletree going to be playing this week? No, I think he's out. I don't think so. No. Yeah, no, see? But is um, the young Aussie bloke? Did he get another game? Yeah, there's tra- Travis Smith. Uh, uh, who else? Blake Windred and Jed Morgan. So they're but Jed, did you get yeah, it? Jed, isn't isn't, so, isn't I mean, Wade? Isn't Wade still playing? Oh, sorry, well, Wade's team captain. So yeah. uh, is he still captain? Yeah, so okay. he's still captain of my favorite. I want some punch. I want Wade to give me. Well, some that's the thing. So they've, they've changed a, changed a few captains around as well. So, and I know that the Majestics, when we looked at their team last time, three of the four players had a little scene. Isn't it the Majestics? <laughs> the Magic Sticks? No, Magic I sticks. think it is the Majestics. The Majestics. What's Majestics? The Majestics? Majestics. Majestics. There's not dumb, major. They're not major. They're not major sticks with Magist- the blokes that are in there. Isn't that was it Westwood, um, Poulter? Yeah, there's no, <laughs> no major, major sticks. <laughs> well, yeah. let's go through the team captains. So we've got the Stinger, the Stinger GC, uh, Louis, Louis, uh, the mattress um, man, 
Usthausen, uh, Talk GC, He Deto Tanihara-san, uh, Punch GC, uh, Wade Ormsby maintains his punch captaincy, uh, the High, as in HY, HY Flyers, uh, Captain Phil, Phil yeah. uh, Crushers, <laughs> Rockets Boy Bryson DeChambeau, Terminal Velocity. That'd be a good team name, the Terminal Velocities. Just the flogs. <laughs> uh, the four aces, GC, Justin, Dustin Johnson. Uh, the Niblets, GC, GMAC, Graham McDowell. Fireball, Sergio Garcia. The Magis Sticks, uh, Lily Westwood. The Cliques, Martin Keimer. Uh, Smash, GC. And doesn't these teams, like, I, I want to. It's, it's ironic. Smash, GC, and they're all they're Powerpuff girls. Uh, Brooks Kepka and the Ironheads as Kevin. No, 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 no. It should be the sweepers, and it should be like Adam. Scott. Who's the Ironheads? Uh, Kevin Nara is the captain of the Ironheads. I don't have the. I don't know who the teams are. Um, it should be the Dustin no, Johnson one. Meet I haven't had the draft yet. That's well, the draft is today, so the draft will be happening There's in no the next draft. little bit. But Sergio already said the teams are settled, so I don't know how there's a draft because, yeah, because there is done. no draft. There's a whole uh, setup. Well, we it, said it with the first one. It was a stitch yeah, up. There's no way all the uh, all the uh, English boys are all going to end up on the same team if there was a 180. Draft. Yeah. So Sergio did a little push before on socials and he's uh, giving away free tickets and he yeah. said something about the teams are all set, we're ready to go, but the draft's today. So Yeah, yeah so they're, they're all giving away free tickets and discount tickets and that's part of obviously how they're getting some people in. They've all got, you know, codes there to give away. Wade's got his code and all that sort of stuff. Um, who, so who were the new ones since last time? Hudson Swafford, but he wasn't in the first. Was he in the first? He was, yeah, he was, he was first. there. Um, so Matthew Wolf, Wolf, Bryson, Kepka, Bryson, Reed, Bryson. Kepka, Brooks, Brooks. Yeah, I said Brooks. Um, They're the main ones. And Abraham. Yeah, and then what's his name? The other, um, the other South American guys jumped on today as well with the M. But that's it. There's no. No other big, big names yet. Hmm. It's bizarre. It's just a bizarre concept, no matter what way you look at it. It is. And um, uh, I, I can't even tell you who's going to win because I wouldn't know the famous. I've not looked at it at all. But the big news, uh, obviously, at the start of or well, the end of last week, um, PJ Tour flexing their muscles with the DP World uh, conglomerate and basically, I think, strong holding them into forcing anyone that plays here out of the Scottish Open. A little mm-hmm. bit of um, Twitter Twitter action from Scott Hend, you know, seemingly, maybe if you read it the right way, in support of, you know, some of the players here that would have otherwise been qualified for the Scottish Open, saying, well, it's not really an Open if someone's being told that they can't play. So, but, um, you know, fair enough. Um, can, I, can I play? Can Can you play? Well, not yeah. if you've played at live. And definitely oh. not if you've talked about Liv. I think, I think, we'll, I think um, anyone that's talked about Liv is on a black book. Anyone that's done anything to do will never see the light of day inside the PGA Tour ever, ever, ever. Um, no, I'm I th- in trouble. I, th- I think if you've um, by they the, got my professional career. By the sounds of it, if you if you sold coffee at the coffee cart, you know you're never getting your coffee cart anywhere near a PGA Tour event. Um, by is, the sounds is, of it, is Blakey um, working at this week? Do we no. Know? No, no, he's not. No, not so he might. I think his next stint of um, refereeing might be Asian tour events. Um, well, they'll have the one in Bangkok as well, which I'm sure he'll be able to get on the event. I'm not. Sh- yeah, we might need to um, quiz Blakey again. Let he and Rocket sort of face off against each other. So you got bed. You got Bedminster end of July, 
Oh, Insurrection Cup. 29th to 31st. Boston, September 2nd to 4th. Chicago, 16th to 18th September. And Bangkok, Boston? October. Um, don't know. Doesn't say. Uh, always uh, Rich Harvest Farms will host. So Chicago, Rich Harvest Farms. That is not in Chicago. Okay. Where is it? Somewhere in <laughs> it's Illinois. It's about 55 minutes out of the city. Okay. Quite Geelong. <laughs> um, now, have we finished with Liv? Because we have to remember one thing every week. Right. The, que- well, the, the questions from Discord. The, who, oh. the, 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 no, I've got them, Rocket. You're safe. Who's oh, going to win? Who's going to win Liv? <laughs> oh, I honestly wouldn't have a clue. Okay. Kevin Nah. There you go. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's, it's an American. It's an American. I don't know anything about the course, but if it's an American style course, I'll go with an American PGA player. And okay. Brooks is not playing well. Maybe Brooks does love money, though. Oh, would you? What do you think, Rocket? You don't think Brooks can win? I literally don't even know what to think. Kevin Nah and Brooks both do like money. Here's the thing: is that everything he said for the last five years got blown up in smoke by him doing this. Because like the whole not wanting to have too many sponsors, to have all this freedom, be able to do whatever he wants, blah, 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 blah. Signed with restriction. Now it's like, hmm, is he worried about his body breaking down and needs to sort of cash in while he can? Because I actually think that's what it is. There's nothing more than I'm just trying to cash in while I can because I don't see the next five years going any better. Because he is he worried about his knee and his body? When do, when do you think he flip-flopped? You know, like he, he, he's been flipping, flopping for ages. Mm. And I think it's one of those things, right? So I can't remember who was it who made the comment. It was like, I'm not playing. How about this much? No, nah, I'm supporting the PGA Tour. How about this much? No, 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 I'm supporting the PGA Tour. How about this much? No, nah, no, nah, I'm supporting the PGA Tour. How about this much? Yeah, I'm coming to live. What, what's on the MVP? They just kept jerking the price up until, exactly. you know, it was like, it's just too much. I'll say my guess would be sometime around his wedding, way before he did the press conference at, yep. at the US Open. Yep. That's why I didn't want to talk about it. Yep. 150 mil. Guarantee. I don't even know what it is, but I'm assuming it's like 150 mil. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It's just, it's just insane. So Rocket's being offered now to jump to the Live podcast. I'll take him. My Live of Golf. I'll, I'll. I'll I'll reject the I'll reject the offer as if Taylor made just you know <laughs> kick me out. Just need a set of burner. <laughs> I just need some MBs. I just need some new set of MBs. Maybe some MG three wedges. What would, you, what would you have? What would you choose um, in the uh, Taylor made family if you got the choice? Torn between the MBs and the MCs on the irons. Yeah, I'd be the MCs because they're my initials. That's it. I did look at those, but. Callaway man, I, I did have a game of golf today. Um, with the Callaways, yeah, are they I, good? Yeah, I, I really, I, I do like them. Um, I'm trying a new shaft in in the Callaways. Uh, it's the Project X LS, the low spin, so it's um a little bit like that C tape, you know, that brushed steel, mm-hmm. uh, stepless C taper that probably has been around for a long time. Uh, it's a little bit like that, sort of a taut low spin shaft. Feels nice. Um. No, I, re- I really like them, and I like the, I like the the lofted irons. And for chipping, I had a few chips from off the green, 
today and it's not my strong point and I just went with like an 8-iron and a 9-iron that's got a nice little bit of bounce on it. I did also, while we're talking about Callaway, um, did also try uh, the new Jaws Raw wedges. Uh, so I got my hands on a couple of early samples. You would have seen some of the pictures I posted. It took some nice pictures. I did. They look great. Yeah, so they're really nice. So uh, Roger Cleveland is obviously Callaway's chief product designer for the last 20-plus years. Um, still, you know, when they hear Roger Cleveland, people still think that Cleveland Golf is Roger Cleveland. It's not, hasn't been for a long, long, long time. Roger has made pretty much every wedge uh, that Cle- uh, Callaway have put out for a long time. If you see the R stamp on the hosel, you know, Roger's probably um, had a fair degree of influence over anything. And the new Jaws Raw wedge is a great raw. What's raw? It's a rusty face. Basically, it's not coated. You know, your club's mic are covered with uh, 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 a coating. Um and uh, they leave the, that um, chrome plating off the face and the face rusts and allows them to make the wedge mm. short. They're really nice. Uh, but, yeah, no, the Apex uh, TCBs are really good. I've tell I you got, what, some, um, I got some old rusty Vokies in the cupboard. Yeah. I've got some right here. Uh, right right here. Hold on one sec. These are mine to be 20 years old, I reckon. There you go. Right there. That's it. You know how much I got these for? Ten bucks. No. Ten. How many? I got three. Three of these for thirty bucks. Oh. Uh, this bargain. is a, this is a sixty. It's almost, it's almost like tour editions I got last week for forty. That's that was a bargain. Yeah, that was a real bargain. Uh, Sixty-two. Thir- Jesus. So I'm going to get Mulligans to um, redo this. He's already done redone one set. I'm going to get. Him to I think redo. I need to just tour pro shops and just see if I can find like gear in bags. Uh, no, I, I, well, they were thirty bucks, but my staff member wanted to wanted to get rid of me. Said you can have them for ten bucks a club. I'm like, yeah, okay, no worries. So, um, they, they weren't that exclusive of a fine. Um, you know, it wasn't a great story about the fine, but anyway, uh, no, they they get used in the backyard. Um, the colorways are good. The the club that they should bring back out, or they should get more of, and it's the best club I've ever hit. And I never thought I'd say that. It's the UW. You've heard the. No, no laying up. Guys talk about their UWs. You just can't miss with it. It's like a three-wood length hybrid sort of style of club, which I hate hybrids. Um, I, I have a driving iron. This UW, Ultimate Wood, unbelievable. Anyway, and I said uh, it'll be coming to Scotland. I need to find one. Uh, the, you, we, they only bought a smaller man in and they all got sold and they can't get any more. I'm not sure what they're like overseas, but it's – Unbelievable. 21 degrees. It goes like a sort of five wood. It's unbelievable. So what's the difference between that and the normal Callaway utility wood or the, the little hybrid wood? Mm. Are they different? Well, there isn't a hybrid. This is sort of like this is the hybrid yeah. wood. The U wood was is like the – it's longer than a two iron. Yeah, mine's a 21 and it's longer than a two iron. Um, in terms of length, so it's like a five wood length with a different shaped head, like a hybrid shaped head, but a bit bigger than a hybrid. And okay. It's just yeah, it's, but it's not like a hybrid. It's not like your hybrid. Yeah. Anyway, uh, enough about the Callaway clubs; they're really nice. Um, what else? Sorry. Questions. Questions. Less than yeah. Questions. Now we can't do all of them, and if we do, we'll need to be quick because there are a few. So if you do get into Discord again, it's free to join. Just join in, and the questions are there. Uh, first one is golf clubs are pumping right now. How long will this last? Are social golf memberships more or less relevant now? From Golf Horse Questions. More. Who wants to answer? 
I, I think it will continue. Yeah, because well, it's it's one of those things where it was one of the few activities that people could do as a social distancing over the two years. So all of a sudden there's lots of people that have probably rekindled their love with the game and use it, use it, used it as a way to get exercise and just get out and about um, freely. And I think what's happened is it's just continued on. So, you know, oh, I went and played at um, the place I played at on the weekend. We were there at seven in the morning and it was pumping, pumping. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Look, and I might have mentioned mentioned this before and spoke about it a little bit, but, you know, the amount of people that I see on a weekly basis uh, that are new to the game just continues to astound me. Uh, I try and pump them for information to find out so I can speak with some level of knowledge and authority, which helps me talk to other people that come in from the same reason, but that have played other sports and sort of recently finished up the sports and needed something, something else to play, realised that they had a handful of, you know, mates, boyfriends, girlfriends, otherwise that play, never thought about golf, want to go and join them. The, the, the being out in the open air and, you know, being healthy and all that sort of thing definitely has played a part in, in the growth of golf. No. Now to Blakey's question, yes, golf is, I think golf's pumping. He knows that he see he sees it, what he does. Um, the question about uh, social golf clubs, yep. you know, I've said in the past, Golf clubs need to maintain a relationship and cater for social golf clubs. Now, that's not as easy at the moment. And the feedback that I also get from the social golf clubs that are booking their calendars for next year now, you know, there, there's really a lot of competition for the limited amount of tee times that are now available because of people booking. So the clubs are saying, well, we can have more of our time sheet available for $70 ahead people rather than the social clubs that we used to give the, for $40 a head because they're going to come in and spend $60. They're going to do the $20 food package mm-hmm. and that sort of thing or whatever, you know, I don't, whatever the maths look like. Yep. You know, the social clubs brought volume and golf clubs two years ago were looking for volume. Now the volume is coming by individuals. The, the price goes up a little bit. So there's pressure on the social clubs to for competition for tee times. Um, you know, my question to the golf clubs is you can't shun them because there'll be a time when we need, when these guys and girls that play in these social golf clubs that travel from course to course, you know, they're full of people that don't want a traditional membership, you know, don't want to be domiciled into one club, um, whether that by cost, whether that by, you know, they don't have time to play relative to the investment, that sort of thing. So it's a really, really good one. Um, you know, I don't mm. know enough about future golf. I know a lot about future golf, but I don't know how they're tracking, you know, I know that their memberships have gone up as well, but in terms of, you know, their offer and how, you know, are they extending their offer in and around more clubs? I don't know. Um, you know, Blake has got an interest in social clubs through what he does and, yeah. and the course. So it's a really interesting one. I think social golf clubs are finding it harder to gain tee times or to gain them at a price point that otherwise gave their members value uh, in the past. Yeah. I, I, everything you both said, I agree with. Well, I suppose I, 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 I'm, ones, yeah. yeah, I am the, I'm the perfect example. I live in a part of Melbourne where uh, there's not any courses that I want to join and play every week. Um, I'd much prefer to be able to move around and play wherever. But I have a, a pay-to-play handicap out of a out of a member course, which is a public um, access course. So I pay a nominal fee each year 
to them. I'm a member. When I play there, I get the guest rate to play and a free car. It's a bit of a longer walk out there at Ainsbury. And it's a bargain. I can play anywhere. I've got my GA handicap. You can play anywhere. I've got my social golf group, which we play. Now, as you said, Ross, we've booked our courses. We play from October until April, and we've already booked our, our season. We booked it about two, three weeks ago. So that's all booked now for the next, up until April next year. And so when you're calling these courses, they, they, they've got someone dedicated. You know, Moona Links, Janelle down at Moona Links, that's all she does, look after social groups coming through. There's a discounted rate at a lot of the courses. Some of them don't. That's fine. Um, but yeah, a lot of them, I think, I think there's going to be a gap between the people that are getting involved now and then there's probably a step into the stuff like social golf, um, uh, future golf. And then if they love that and then want to join a, a course and become a member somewhere, I think that's the next progression for them. But I think a lot of people that are getting involved now, like say my brother-in-law, uh, he is getting to play more golf and we're playing more and more. And we, he always wants to play, you know, we have a handicap for him. He doesn't have a handicap, so we just make one up for him on the day. But eventually we've talked about, oh, you should just get a handicap and then we can just go and play. And then you can play because I will go and play somewhere, but I can't play in a comp unless we're somebody else and and things like that. So I think that's a natural progression. And the easiest way to get into that stuff straight away is through those social groups um, and then clubs from there. The GMGA, do you do a um, handicap? Do you have no. a manage? You know you can. So we have a we we have access to oh, whoever does it Diesel does it but he has access to Golf Australia and as as a club so yeah. he basically um, social group so he has access in so that when we play somewhere he can then um, input the scores and everything's all legitimate because everyone has to have a handicap but everyone goes and sources their handicaps out of that because some some of the guys are members at courses some like Northern. Right. Um, all over the place, boys, a couple of boys at the national. Um, so that from all over the place, and then from there, the scores just go in. But you have to have a, a, a legitimate GA handicap. To play. But you don't have a, you don't, but he doesn't issue a GMGA no. Golf Australia handicap. No, right. No. But you can do that. You can get that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's never done it. Never done okay. it. Yeah. Okay, next question. Next question was, oh, that was from Blakey. I did say that, I think. Uh, do you? This is from Mr. PK. Do you think Liv will approach any LPGA players in the future? You're both very much thinking. Yes. Yeah. Anyone specific or any reasons? Lexi's probably one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really. <coughs> I, I I'm not close enough to really say who. I would have said Lexi myself. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. And especially the women's store, right? Like they're already underfunded as it is. Well, they the, and the funding like, talk about already they could, they, could, they, could, they could turn that on its head in a like heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Well, they already sponsor how much of the LET tour. Yeah. Um, the Aramco signage is everywhere. Yep. It wouldn't shock me if they did it just because. Why not? Yeah. Well, and a lot of the uh, players are Aramco sponsored personally as well. Yep. You know, Nordsy, Nordsy's Aramco sponsored. Charlie Hull, Aramco. There's another young uh, British uh, lady who's Aramco sponsored. This, so there's a handful. Yeah. So, y- y- yeah, you know, you start to get cynical. You know, to be another sports washing marketing exercise, and you know, you, the cynics could say that's all it is, and rightly so. You know, from a a golf perspective, you know, and challenging the status quo and and doing what they're 
brand part, marketing part says that they're doing. You know, they should, they should, every team should have, have a, a woman golfer in it. They should, you know, whether yep. there's a woman's golf team or every team has a woman, a woman in it, it should expand the field a bit and go for it. That's the thing that they won't. Oh, they here's the here's the here's the uh, the spider web that you will never get out of, right? Everyone talks about Saudi Arabia and the treatment of women. Mm. Oh, go on, ask, peek over the uh, peek over the back fence of the United States and what happened in the last week. Oh, once again, you know, shout out to our friends in the US, but you know, it was guns a couple of weeks ago, and now you know, it's ridiculous. Absolutely so, ridiculous. There we go. You know, we can. Yep. Yeah. Hypocrisy everywhere. Yep. Mm. Mm. Um, that, does that answer PK's question? It does. I think. Yeah, I think we all agree. It wouldn't. It wouldn't shock any of us to see them poach someone. I just, who it would be? I, I wouldn't be shocked. Like for me, again, we go back to the conversation we had before about the senior tour and Freddie couples. The people that I could see them chasing or throwing money at would be like a Michelle Wee, right? Someone who is transcends the game. Everyone knows who she is. Big name. Not fussed about her performance, but we can market that. Um, or the the quarter sisters, someone like that. Mm. That they would move the move the needle. Yeah. But um, whether they could, I mean, they could afford it. Just depends on whether they could be bothered. Or Michelle Wee doesn't care, but the other two might. I was just going to say, shout out to PK. He is a massive supporter of PK. He is. He changed his name. <laughs> He's been a supporter of PK since birth. Uh, next one might be, the, might be the last one is biggest meltdown, which we kind of went through. This was Scotty Scotty Carter. Uh, biggest meltdown of Sunday, Lexi or Sahith? Lexi. I'd say for the word meltdown, I'll say Lexi, but I think I think uh, Sahith soiled his pants a bit more than Lexi. Lexi, because it's it's becoming a habit. It's just a slow, painful, just. Painful. Um, it's a yeah. meltdown. Tagalos was an explosion. <laughs> I won't say what I was going to say. Yes, probably correct. Now, this person here, I don't, I don't, um, it wasn't really a question, but AB2388, third time Sahith has been in contention this season to hit bad shot on 17 or 18 and destroy chances of winning, which is a good point. And the last question is from Jared Lotes, and I think we can all answer this. When is the pod dropping? Well, Jared, you're listening to it. So there you go. Ah. There's your answer. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> and that's it. They're all the questions this week. Good stuff. Thanks for the listeners. Uh, yeah, no, it's really good. Um, we've got a great little collective of people from all different uh, parts of the golfing sphere, golfing interest sphere. We've got some uh, people that have worked in big sporting organisations, people that have ruled, uh, officiated at a live tournament. I'm not sure there's many other uh, um, discords that have have that claim. Uh, no. We'll soon have a, an agronomy expert, you know, chiming away. And uh, so there's all sorts of, people in there and it's uh, really good um jump on board because it's uh you know the 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 commentary is great and it adds to the the topic of conversation and it's um we will answer any questions on here so very good um there's a rock has just posted a question in there now it says thanks for all the questions so you get direct access to the rocket man for free gents uh well done once again on turning up in uniform uh it's a great job um 
new logo coming. Uh, I, I don't know how I'm going to represent it. I've got a, a couple of weeks. I've got the new logo, a new logo, and there will be a new logo being uh, unveiled at the uh, at the open. Put it that way. Well, in, in and around that time, in and around that time, there, there will be there might be a hoodie with a new uh, logo, and um, yeah, so there you go. That might be available. We might keep this. We might keep this one for as a uniform slash retro slash um, you know friends of the pod type thing. You know, the, the people that have got it so far are very much friends of the pod. If you have one of these, I logo. did. I did get requests for the ball marker after I posted that on Instagram. Someone okay. said, uh, "Can we buy those, or are they just for the just for the elite?" Uh, uh, Harry. Harry from Drum and Golf Melbourne made those on his um, elite level uh, laser etcher. Can I say mm. um, the pitch repairer is awesome? Yeah, that's it's really like good. I normally use just the normal stock standard ones, but that was beautiful. Very good. I would have filled ten thousand, fixed ten thousand uh, pitches, pitch marks at um, Growling Frog on Saturday afternoon. I can't comment on the ball marker performance because I lost mine. Anyway, um, another one, another story. Gents, once again, fantastic work from you all and I appreciate you churning up uh, every week um, for the banter, for the fun and for the contribution that we, the small contribution that we make to the global golfing commentary. Um, just here having some fun. 109, this might be, what's this, 190, episode 190, don't know, lost count. Can't be far away. 200 is not far away. 200. For you too. Uh, big giveaway. I mean, no, no you, you've been part of what? Well, you've been part of like 50 now? I don't know. Who's counting? They'll have all black. More than that. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week on the Mile of Golf podcast. More reviews coming. Uh, like, share, subscribe, do all the fun stuff, and uh, it will help us uh, get a kick and help us keep going and turning up every week. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.